I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. I don't know what I'm going to use for our intro. No, we should stop now. (laughs) The real intro starts now. (laughs) There's our beginning. Perfect. (laughs) We just said about a bunch of things that we can't say on a podcast. I mean, we can say whatever we want on a podcast, but we shouldn't. Typically, we can say whatever we want. But I know that there are people who listen because we are appropriate for just about anybody. (laughs) They just just about. Just about. They just said, like, hey, we can have a booth at the kids' fair. I'm like, that's not a good idea. I think we should, though. We can have a little video game tournament. They have three empty booths. <laughs> oh, don't make me go. That's Kevin's birthday and I'm going to I'm going to a party that's all, that night that already has my Oh, so we all have like to go to it. Kevin's birthday party? Ooh. It's not his not, birthday party. Whatever. <laughs> and not go to We still have to go to the kids okay. fair. Yeah. If you go to my party that I have to go to, you have to wear a wrestling singlet. You have to wear it. I love wrestling. But you have to wear a singlet in public. I, just I don't looked at, have a I just yeah. Looked, yeah, I I think I would look far too much like Andre the Giant, except I wouldn't be giant. I'd just be fat. <laughs> we could all come up with cool gimmicks. Though, I could get like a be... cool like black curly oh, wig. We could show up and like have some. Yeah, get, we should game be in, so I hate like, smackdown. Nobody in this world <laughs> wants to see me in a wrestling singlet. Not, you know, you say you'd, that. You'd be yeah, it's true. There's something for there's somebody for everyone. Yeah, right? I'm sure if I went to this party. Everyone there might wants be one to see person there. everyone wants to see Dylan in a wrestling singlet. Mm. Eh, four not, people. not these people. Five people. I promise you, not these Six people. I don't know these people. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Anywho, Cliff and I would get all the action. Oh. Right. Seriously, I'm not too even young. Lying. Anyway, well, there's there's a uh, he's too young. You just called us old. <laughs> well, what's the difference between the three of us? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say about 150 pounds. We all, have a yeah. bit of fa- we all have a little bit of facial hair. The difference oh. is roughly 150 okay. pounds. Yeah. Roughly. God, I, they like the pounds. <laughs> they then. do. It's they beautiful. Love I love it. Oh, All so right. anyway, well. enough about what I'm doing in two weeks. <laughs> um, what is now? What is now? Now episode, is the Bite Me podcast. Episode 25. Episode 25. That feels very that's how old important. Our insurance oh goes down God. this episode. And we can rent a car. Yeah. See, right, yeah, that's, I, that's my <laughs> life right now. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're finally 25. God, that yeah. makes me feel so old. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's going to be a great year. We are old enough to theoretically be his father. The Ooh. year. Ooh. Yes. I mean, I would have been real young, but, oh, man, I have a friend who literally is my age and has a kid his age. Wow. So I mean, Probably um, a little bit older, actually. She, her kid's 27, I think. Whew. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, my name is Adam West. I am Cliff. And I am Dylan. 
So authoritative. Anyway, we played Uh, some stuff. Did you play some stuff? uh, I did. I didn't play almost anything. Well, before we talk about what we're playing, this episode we have lots to uh, discuss. China just forced all games that have loot boxes to disclose the, the probability of a certain thing being in a loot box. China? Yes. It's like that stop- was a big enough deal that the government had well, to tell it's them to stop gambling. Yeah, it kind of falls under the category oh. of gambling. So if you're purchasing something that is a probability, gotcha. It has you. You have to inf- be informed. Anyways, but that's, gotcha. that, that's what that title means. That. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that means. So because I don't play it. No. Uh, anyway, so the Nintendo eShop is going to be able to store credit card info, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm okay with it. I guess I do it everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, Rocket League updates and uh, a couple of questions, including my cousin Vinny and someone from your brother, it looks like. Yep. And, and Overwatch has earned over a billion dollars in less than a year. That's a lot of money. So less, yeah, it's a lot of money. So we will discuss all of that. But first, what are we playing? Yes. Go, Adam. I oh, you want me much. to? Yeah, because yeah. you don't have anything. Yeah. Um, so I had mentioned that I had bought a Humble Bundle a while back. Like, Very nice. Specifically like a year and a half or two years ago was the Capcom <laughs> Humble Bundle. Oh, sure. And... I never really got into it. I was just like, oh, all this stuff looks good. And I know I've talked about Okami before. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot that I had it in this Humble Bundle, and I've had a code sitting there waiting for me to use for about a year and a half on the uh, PlayStation Store. So awesome. I fired up the PS3, got it all reformatted and ready to go, and I downloaded Okami, and I am playing that. And what do you think? And I love it. What are you in that game? You're a wolf. A wolf. That's, oh, yeah. That's, really? I know I, I was a white... Dog, dog like thing, mm-hmm. but I, it's so pretty. This and it's it cell shaded. Cool. I never played it. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, nice that those like really kind of hold their mm-hmm. it, they're like, like cheese. Please explain how they age well. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> Usually like, people go with a fine like wine, Cliff Lillen, or Adam. But, yeah, oh, not, wow, he is really going in I've this aged week. Okay, I guess. Yeah, I've aged quite lovely, yeah, loverly. Yeah. All things yeah. considered, I suppose. Yeah. So. I don't take care of myself. I eat like twenty nine. Really? No. I think the funny thing is, I think I just mostly stopped aging, like, when I was probably in my, like, I'm going to say my early 30s, because most people when I was in my 20s, they're like, oh, so you're in your mid-30s, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys got baby faces with a distinguished gray addition to your beard. My my poor, sad goatee. I can't wait to be distinguished (laughs) by small gray hairs on my face and head. Oh, I love it. What else uh, have you been playing? <laughs> well, so Okami, yeah, like I said, I'm playing Okami, and if you've not played it, it's very uh, Zelda-like. Oh, nice. Um, so it's 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 fun. It's really, really good. I think like I the bought Zelda that same bundle, the honestly. Yes, it's like Zelda if you were a dog. But it's like... It's, but like, no, like the Twilight Princess where you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so it's like could, that? It's, I would say it's kind of ish, maybe. No, not That's much. a no. It's just like Zelda, but if you were a dog. Basically. Okay. So it's good, though. Um, I'm still playing Persona 4, uh, or Persona 4 on the Vita, uh, doing that, and I'm really, really enjoying that. I haven't really, like, gotten a whole lot more into it, but I've gone back in, and it's one of those games where it's like, you know, the RPGs in the past, I would play for a while, and then I'd like, oh, shiny, go over here, play something else. Sure. Come back a week later, and I'm like... I have no what idea. Been doing? Yeah. Ooh, no idea. This, it was very, really easy for me to not play for like a week and then pick right back yeah. up and I know exactly what's going on and where I'm at. I even remember the characters' names. Nice. So. Never, I can play games for hours and not know the characters' names. Yeah. If it's not Zelda or Mario, odds are pretty good I don't know a character's <laughs> name. So I found this was an interesting feature included in, I don't remember which Pokemon game it was, but it was fairly recently in the last few generations, but... Because it is like an RPG game that you might pick up later, it 
um, kind of revisits what you recently did in a little text. It says, you were recently on Route 66 and you beat this person and did this. And it like recaps you what you had just done the last time you played. Oh, see, that's really and it smart. Kinda, yeah. Not that it catches you up super well, but it kind of, you were just here and this kind of helps you. Right, it'll jog while, enough. It's so memory. nice to like be able to say, like, can I just replay like the last ten minutes of this game? What what yeah. happened? Yeah, or like, I mean, the way television episodes, yeah. they recap you the last couple episodes in a little montage. Previously kind of, on oh, this is and us. it kind of just jogs yeah. your memory. Yeah, I, like I love that because it. You don't like if you spend a week. Yeah, since the last like time if you you're played, a week on a cruise ship and you're like, oh, what I did. Yeah. You might not have no idea what was yeah. going on. So. Yeah, I have that problem all the time. So, out of curiosity, Adam, do you like Okami enough? To buy a twenty-six and a half inch tall statue of the yes, do- really yes. It's Will it be in your window by Yoshi? Oh, seven for seven? No, not for seven. <laughs> you should have qualified that with the price point before. You said you were going to buy it. Yeah, he's we're he was like willing now. to buy a two and a half foot statue. Look, there's yes. plenty of space right next to yeah. Yoshi. And it's that real pretty. Raincoat guy. The seven hundred twenty-five exclusive edition has light up LEDs that illuminate the flames that surround this dog creature. It looks pretty cool. It looks, I'm sure it looks yeah. amazing, but I'm not spending It does not come out until next year, though. It, so you I have time to save it. and time to think. Yeah. Wait, it's coming out next year? 2018, yeah. So that just makes me think that there may be like some kind of HD re-release of Okami Could coming next year. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. You're anyway. going to buy it. Well, I'm going to totally it's shiny buy it. shiny enough. Uh, also, uh, speaking of not playing for a while and picking back up, I took about a week and a half, uh, actually almost two weeks off of Zelda. Nice. Uh, between my trip and then last week coming you, back. It I didn't touch it. you back in, though? Um, it pulled me back into the point where I'm, I'm now I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this game now. So I sat down last night and found like seven or eight more, uh, shrines and beat my third divine beast all in like one sitting. I wasn't, I wasn't effing around. How many little seed things do you have? Korok seeds? 70 some, 80 some, something like that. I think, um, maybe it's closer to a hundred, but I've got, I've got those. You've got enough. I've got, well, Yeah. I've got like because <laughs> those expand your inventory size, yes. right? Nice. Yeah. So I've got some of those. I have um, one. I still well, have zero, and I'm going to keep it that way. No, you no, don't. You, you can't. can't. I can. Though. The problem is, is you can't because you'll pick up a rock to throw it at someone, and they'll be like little I seed won't. thing dances you out. Can't keep That's it. how I found. Then one. you are not picking up any rocks ever. No, I won't. Okay, I won't do it. What if you find one in a tree? I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to stand in one place and <laughs> like there's there are puzzles that you have to do to. You have to do to get like a shrine or to blah blah blah, and some of those inadvertently throw a korok at you. Well, you're screwed. Sorry about it. Sorry, I'll go dodge it. Okay. No, I don't want your way. They're so cute though, and the little noise they make and little they're they're adorable. They're like shockingly. I I almost found them to be like almost like break me out of the game. I'm like, what is this weird little animated leaf thing? Oh, wait till you go through the animation of when you expand your inventory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Can I cook them? No. No. You can cook fairies, a, a though. A nice what? Yeah. <laughs> you can cook fairies. Found that out. A nice they don't leg. actually get cooked up. They fly away. But you can... They, hey, over here. Yeah. They become a part of whatever see, it is I can see cook. how you can make a nice little salad out of some little leaf seed things. <laughs> a little crunch on top. It's all good. Uh, so I'm playing that and the game I talked about last week that I just got. I'm so excited about And this. then I finally played and beat it in one sitting uh, was Little Nightmares. And it's it's hour and a half long? Three hours long? Um, it's, I'm going to say an hour and a half to two hours. It's not bad. It's yeah, it's not. Length. It's an experience is what it is. It's yeah. And it's, so after playing it, um, I don't know. I've got some, I don't want to say issues with the game. It's just really, really hard to not compare it to Inside. Yeah. 
because it's so, so similar. Um, that makes me kind of excited, though, because I really yeah. want more inside, but I don't necessarily want to play inside again. Right. And if you thought, I mean, you thought uh, inside was definitely a strange kind of thing. Yeah. This is even more strange because it, while it doesn't explain anything, you see more of what's actually going on. Nice. And you have more of a sense of what's actually going on on this thing called the Maw, which is, you thought it was, I thought it was a ship. It's actually an island. Oh, uh, sure. Um, Do you play as that little you creature play as, in the yep. raincoat that you got? She's a nine-year-old girl. Her name is Six. Oh, man. Do I, do I have to kill her a bunch of times? <laughs> oh, she's going to die a lot. Oh, man. She's going to die a I lot. And so some many of them, little kids. <laughs> some of the in video games. Oh, yes. That. Yes. <laughs> it's weird that there's this, like, genre that sprouted up where it's like, you put little children in Terrible death, danger. Right? I don't even, yeah, just yeah. awful, awful situations, and they die a lot. <laughs> it's so sad. By Rottweilers and air blasts. Right. Now, see, and that's, so the difference, one of the main differences, I think, between Little Nightmares and Inside is, in Inside, there are some scares that, even though you see them coming, they still just, you jump out of your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Little Nightmares, it's more of a creep factor. There's no actual, like, straight-up jump scares. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm a giant wuss, and there were a couple of times where I screamed, <laughs> and the dog thought it was crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, yes, and no. Yeah, it's creepy. It's like creepy. The environments. Yeah, the, the aesthetic is super creepy. Um, the other big difference is where Limbo or not Limbo, um, inside plays in a 3D looking ish world, but yeah, on a very yeah. 2D plane, up, down, right, and left. There's no back yeah, to front. Yeah. Little Nightmares is in a three-dimensional space, but just going back and forth. Oh, So you can walk back and forth within the the screen in that space, but not... Kind of almost like a Paper Mario kind of... Yeah, yeah. 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 And I don't like that. Oh, sure. I don't like it because there are sections where you have to get across certain things. Oh, that is always gross. And when the camera pulls far, like 100 feet away from where your character's standing, and you have to be balancing on a on a, a uh, piece of metal or something. Just it's really difficult. To the TV, Adam. Well, I wish that were the case. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Um, so yeah, I died a lot in a lot of places where there was nothing that could have killed me sure. at all. So that was a little frustrating, but overall it was, um, it was good. And the last, the last like four minutes of gameplay are just badass. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, I'm very excited to try this out. It's, yeah, uh, evidently they're coming out with like a prequel kind of comic. Oh, nice. So very to cool. kind of flesh out the story of what's going on, who this girl is, how she got there, why these people, these things are on this boat. So that's who the main baddie is, why. You don't play as their older brother five? No. Nah. Her, yeah, no. I'm very excited Her, to try it. It sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. No spoilers. I'm trying to do the math. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. There's nothing really to spoil. spoil. It's such a random... Yeah, yeah thing that's cool but it's good yeah play it if you haven't so uh speaking of inside uh buddy mike started playing it and i think his uh, like i think one of the things that make me happiest is that uh the number of people that have told me they've played inside because we've talked about it on this podcast like i think we've sold like eight ten copies of this game i think it's great <laughs> we deserve a cut i know right we deserve like uh, like two bucks he said we just want outside for free when it comes out. <laughs> he said inside report one i got the submarines last night before i went to bed inside report two I hate dogs. Inside Report 3 pulled a worm out of a pig's butt. It was awesome. I remember that. I don't, I don't remember yeah, that at all. I remember but. all of those things. Whatever. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Either way. 
Maybe uh, I do remember it. And my body, my mind's just saying you don't want to remember yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to. Yeah. So my buddy Hans just. Uh, I, I assume he's done with it by now, but, but maybe not. So nice. it's a good game. Anywho, so that's all you've done. What do you, you want to talk, Dylan, or you want me to go next? You can go next. Yeah, yeah go. I didn't do much. Um, I've been super, super busy um, oh, for life. the last. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, my brother was in town for a week, and uh, so and he has a uh, little kid, and so like nine month old kid. So the time when I play video games are like super early and super late, and I didn't want to be waking up a kid, and so I didn't didn't play a lot of that. But we played we played some stuff. Um, played. I got him a retro, or I got him a Raspberry Pi and put Retro Pi on it for his birthday, and mm-hmm. so we played a bunch of old Mario games and old Atari games and <laughs> SNES games and it was really fun and it really like the nostalgia for those is it's such a cool thing but what you forget is just how punishingly hard some of those things are um but uh or or even one thing that we I thought was interesting you guys played the game Altered Beast probably oh yeah yeah so did you ever play it oh no, no it's fun yeah and it is and but like I, probably, I remember it being it's fun. probably really not but <laughs> we played it mostly in the arcade is what I remember playing uh-huh. it as and so the concept is you're this guy and then you get like this power up and then you become a slightly buffer guy so like you you eat this thing and then like your just chest rips through your shirt and like then, a werewolfy looking thing yeah yeah well and then you, you get another power up and you turn into a werewolf oh okay. um. And you're just fighting like kind of zombies and, and stuff. But we, we I don't remember which systems we played it on, but I think we almost started playing that on like the NES. And it's like this weirdly stripped down out, version like, of that. Yeah, it was an arcade game and it was it was the pack in game for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah. And and then we played it on like it seems like we played it on an older one, and then we played it on a middle kind of range system, and then we played it on a MAME like arcade emulator. And it was so weird seeing like the differences between those. Um but anyways, that was a ton of fun. Um we, my brother also required me to say that we played um Custer's Revenge. Are you guys familiar? I've heard of that. It's like the most horribly racist, grossly offensive game that ever came out on the Atari 2600. Um, it, it It is grossly offensive. Oh, my. Um, like, I, it's just shocking to me that that ever existed. But we did that. Um, I also played um, E.T., the game that almost bankrupt Atari, which, like, you play it, you're like, oh, this makes sense now. <laughs> it's yeah, horrible. It's, there's nothing. Absolutely horrible. Um, so, but anyway, that was real fun. If that's something that interests you, like setting up a Raspberry Pi is, is so easy these I days. I could do it. Oh yeah, you you made two of them last week, didn't you? I just, I just one made one last week. Yeah. I'm gonna have to make another one. Yeah, though. I mean, you literally just download an image, push it onto a flash card, and you're done. Um, yeah. When oh, I did wow. it about a year ago, it was it was hard. Like getting controllers configured was hard. Getting sound configured was hard. And now it's just it just works. It was pretty 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 easy. Yeah. So definitely definitely something to do. It it'll emulate pretty much everything pre-Nintendo 64. It's supposed to do Nintendo 64, and apparently it does with, you know, some work. But, you know, and I mean, the other thing to consider, too, is it's probably not legal. But, uh, right, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do this at your own risk. We're own not risk. showing you or telling you how to do any <laughs> exactly. of this. Exactly. But it's wait, cool. wait, isn't it like if you actually own the yes. games, it's legal? Technically. So Technically, just, yeah. Just, just, uh, just only get the games that you own. I would like to go out on record saying I do not own Custer's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> that one was illegal. It's okay. Um, that, that I can't believe is actually <laughs> a game. It should have been illegal. Um, but besides wow. that, I played some more near, which is real fun. Um, I was actually very surprised to hear that game's apparently only like 10 hours, um, which surprised me because I think I'm like six into it and I don't know where it's going in the next four. But apparently it's got <laughs> a really good like game plus mode. Um, and so apparently you can play it once and you get you know, kind of this set of stuff and you can play it again. And the second playthrough is kind of different. And then you play it again. And the third playthrough is very, very different. So huh. 
I don't know. I'm interested. I probably will not play it. So again why do you again. think they play? Why do you think they made three? You have to go through it three times to get three different ish stories instead of just making one giant. Yeah, I don't know. You know, thirty hour game. Right. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't understand that myself. And like Game Plus stuff is kind of weird to me anyway. Um, I mean, I guess it's nice if you really like a world, but I'm so there's so many games out to play that I rarely find myself like, oh, I'll play that again. So right. Um, but I'm, I'm still working through that. It's it's really fun. It's really pretty. Like I said, it's got some kind of weirdness to it, but it's enjoyable. Um, and then I've just been playing more Destiny, which I'm really, really, really enjoying. Yeah, so. I need to. We need to plan a night of doing like Destiny and the or the division. Destiny is is I only have it on. You, you, Dylan needs to get the division on the PlayStation because I have Destiny on the Xbox, so it won't work. Cool. Yeah, sorry, yeah. man. Well, the division is on sale right now on. Yeah, Xbox. I'm going to pick up the. Oh, you need it on the PS- division's on sale on PlayStation oh, too. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy the. Xbox, I'm going to so. buy the DLC tonight. Cause it's, oh, sweet! It's twenty bucks. Yeah, you is might it, as well. Yeah, they had a free to play weekend. Last weekend for the division, which they usually follow that up with a sale. Yeah, right after. So, so yeah, I'm gonna you totally should, worth it. You should pick it up on the the uh, the places. My brother and I've been having a lot of fun. I think I like Destiny better. Oh but yeah, the division is still very very fun. It's just yeah. more fun in kind of a tactical kind of way. Yeah, so exactly. It was um, a Tom Clancy. Yeah, although I was talking to one of our listeners, Kevin, this morning, and uh, we were talking about that, and he said that he. Had kind of kind of burned out on a lot of multiplayer games, um, just because he hates dealing with other people. Um, he was looking for a game for him and his brother to play together. Mm-hmm. That because he, you know, but I think he was kind of the same where I am. Like, I don't want to play Call of Duty because I don't want to deal with other you know right. people. I don't want to play, and I, even Rocket League kind of got that way where I don't want to deal with other people. I said that the Destiny and the Division were both great for that because you could literally play it multiplayer with two people. Yeah, and you could, you know, if you have another buddy who has it, sure they can jump in. I mean, mm-hmm. all four of us could totally play any yeah. of those games together. And the matchmaking on Divi- on the Division is pretty good. Yeah, and you don't have to like actually it's not it's not so in-depth tactical yeah. that you need to come up with some strategy yeah, yeah it all makes sense everything is always kind of right there in front of you and you can kind of yeah. figure but it I said out it would just be a great you know he, he wanted to play with his brother too and i said it's a great game for just two people to play mm-hmm. and and it there's tons of content you can play it for mm-hmm. hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours so do it do it anyway dylan yes well, I see I, lots of WWEs. Yeah, there was kind of a wrestling theme. There's a theme here. Um, I don't know why that happened exactly. Maybe I finally saw one last commercial on the <laughs> WWE Network, and I was like, maybe I should try this. Um, but I'll get to that momentarily. Um, played some more Mario Kart. Um, still feeling out. It's great. Um, I has, still haven't really played the battle mode too much, just because I need to get a group of people together. Because playing battle mode against computers isn't i don't think a good way to really experience battle mode yeah Um, right we need to get that set up in the office sometime this week and try it out and don't think i wish there was still more tracks in this game like i wish they included like all of the mario kart tracks if this is aren't there like 40 some tracks like there's a lot but like you know the ones that you want to be you want to go select it and it's not there like, oh. I'm, I'm experiencing that where I'm like, oh, I want to play that one from the Wii version of Mario Kart. Oh. I wish it was there and it's not. Right. So that's something I've experienced a few times playing and it. it's like, oh, where's that Rainbow Road or where's like mm-hmm. it's so much. But it, it's like it feels so definitive, but it's not. Yeah. Um, so I've just that's been my experience so far, but still definitely worth having if you have a switch, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing to think about that, too, is like at least I, I'm, I can't promise by the time this this is out, but probably close is if if that's something that interests you, you can still get 20 percent off of that on Amazon. Um, and if you have it on the Wii U, it's still worth like twelve dollar trade in. So you can get 
Switch, or you can get the Switch version for like thirty five, thirty six bucks. Yeah, that's something I mean, that interests you. That's a great deal. Yeah, um, so. it's still you can still get it cheap on Amazon. Yeah, because Amazon usually... gives you that twenty percent discount for the first two weeks. Yeah. Why did yeah. I, I thought it was just the it's pre-orders and two weeks after yeah. release, what? which is nice because then you can actually read reviews and stuff. Adam has just been hit by a knowledge rocket, and oh. his life will be forever changed. I know. And he will I'm... buy twice as many games now. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's a good deal, though. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy a new game, you may as well pay forty eight dollars for it instead yeah. of you know sixty or forty nine, whatever it ends up being. Um. Anyway, uh, still climbing that Overwatch ladder, um, trying to get better. Um, won't spend too much time on Overwatch because I think we're gonna talk about that yeah. next when we move on to news. Um, I did play a lot of WWE-themed games, though. Um, I kind of got curious about some mobile games, and so I just started there and um, played a little bit of WWE Champions, which is um, a WWE skin on a puzzle RPG, um, which kind of then I went down the puzzle RPG uh, (laughs) rabbit hole and played like Marvel Puzzle Quest and these other um, Match 3-style puzzle games with sometimes absurd themes but i mean they're yeah. fun uh yeah. i mean the, this puzzle game obviously works and is have fun. you played any of the puzzle quest games adam um the not off okay so i played i played the match three type games but yeah. not any of the puzzle yeah. quest yeah, ones so in they're kind of cool like, go ahead and um yeah so i want to discuss this a little bit more later but oh, yeah, we'll just, later. um just a quick description is Instead of just like the typical Bejeweled or Candy Crush where you're just matching Mm -hmm. three or more, um, you have a set of characters or something that will have abilities. So when you, for example, I'll say Marvel Puzzle Quest, if you have Captain America, um, or I think it was Iron Man that is like the first character they give you. And when you match red gems, it charges his ability and then you can use his ability to do damage to the enemies. Um, So I guess it just adds another little layer of objectives to the normal bejeweled match three type formula that's pretty, I mean, it's just standard get points or... Uh, match these gems or clear out these jellies in Candy Crush. For oh, instance, interesting, because that's actually like the original Puzzle Quest was different, where the the puzzle solving actually was your play, your fighting mechanics. So you would everything was like a regular RPG until you got somewhere, and then you'd actually do battle with the yeah the gems. Yeah, so the gems do do damage as well, but uh, then they okay. also charge attacks oh, of your characters. So it's and, actually gotten a little more complicated. Yeah, in this formula, I, I'm, I'm sure this genre has evolved quite a bit. Sure. Um, but I thought we would we could discuss those a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I tried WWE Supercard, which I've heard pretty good things about this game. Um, it's a very simple concept, but it's kind of like a card battling game where um, you have random cards that have certain abilities. And so you build a deck, and your deck is only six cards or whatever. But certain cards have synergies if they're going to be a tag team or whatever. And then you have, like, two female uh women's wrestlers as well as for males on your team and then you never know what attributes are going to be used in any game so it's like a best of three so when you're matched up with an opponent it says strength so you have to pick one card from your deck that says i'm going to use this to try to beat this person's card that they put forth for strength thinking about what could come up later um this is very simple mechanic um there's not a lot of depth to this, though, which is the only thing that um, I was a little 
a little bummed about just because you do train your cards, which is, I mean, so <laughs> silly to me. Um, by uh, after every game, you if you win, you get to pick like two cards from this pool of cards, and mm-hmm. that's a chance to draw a common, uncommon, rare, super rare, ultra mega, super duper rare, whatever <laughs> rarity class you might uh, draw. And the rare ones are obviously better, so you quickly have better cards. But um, with all the commons and things, you're able to basically absorb those into your other cards to train them and make them stronger. Which, on the surface, that's kind of a weird. It. In essence, the more you play, the stronger yeah, your yeah, cards yeah. will get. And there's not really a lot to to combat that other than playing more, which sure. is my only real critique of the game other than a simple rock, paper, scissors format does work as a game, except there can be imbalances along so the way. Is it is it a letdown because you play Hearthstone and it's such a deep game and this is just so simplistic yeah. that it almost is it's almost confusing how simple it is? It, it is and just because you I think you have to grind mm. constantly yeah. to to really keep up. Not that I play bad or anything. Right. And like I'm I'm <clears throat> performing what I think is okay. Um it just I feel like it needs some other mechanic to it that allows it to you to be able to overcome just what if your opponent just has six better cards than you? You can't really beat that in certain cases um, just because it's simply just picking one against the other. Like if you had like a nine and they had a 10, it's like the 10 always beats the nine. Do you um, think that if you are a wrestling fan and are maybe not a, a you know a Hearthstone player or a Gwent player or, you know, whatever the Elder Scrolls one, any of those CCG kind of games, yeah. do you think it's something that you would enjoy? I'm, I'm guessing that's where this audience is, is casual gamers that enjoy wrestling. Because it yeah. is fun, right, to, I mean, they have all kinds of wrestlers, cards, I mean, they have retro ones and all these things. So if, if you have a, a knowledge of the history of wrestling or you're, you stay current with it, there's something inherently fun about that yeah, yeah. That's the cool. way if you enjoy anything like marvel games for exist for example like if you had a, a game with a marvel skin on this people would love it because they can yeah. train spider-man and iron man and all these these characters that they love um so that's fun and it is always fun when you pick random things and then you pull up this super rare andre the giant or whatever it is mm-hmm. and it's like that's iconic that's cool and it's it's effective in the game so i mean that's fun um I don't think there's a lot here for people who aren't into sure. into wrestling. Um, I'm kind of curious, though, because this has been very well received oh, yeah. from my understanding. I, I see it all the time on Twitter and YouTube. Um, it's crazy. And they, uh, the WWE does promote this game um, pretty heavily alongside of like WWE 2K17 or whatever 2K game is current. Um, so... Is it... Where's... How's the monetization work? Do you have to buy packs or... Um, you can, this is actually one of the best, um, kind of free to play games I've found just because after every game you play, you will get a new card. If you lose, you get one. If you win, you get two picks. And if you win three to zero, you get an extra pick. Oh, very cool. Um, so you're constantly gaining cards and I feel like you actually grow at a, a rate. You actually don't need to spend any money in this game. Interesting. Whereas Again, why I kind of want to discuss the puzzle games later is they had a mechanic where your your cards would fatigue and oh. it would stop you from playing. You you know those free to play mechanics mm. where 
you've lost your five lives, so you have to wait an hour for yeah. them to regenerate. Like that's annoying, and it it. It, that's not the same way you should be humping into yeah, money, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you could if you wanted to 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 get a couple more cards or um, find stuff that you like. Because obviously, you it, you want the characters that you want to play, yeah. and you'll find out that they're not that much different, other than the super rare ones sure. are are stronger. That if you get the ones you like, there's no reason not to play them because they can be just as good as the other ones. Which is, I guess, another reason that I didn't feel that there was enough variety um to really combat some of the balance issues this yeah. stuff was so similar it was more like just grind to get that card stronger and it will be interesting um hmm. i would only want to play as under the giant I yeah think, i think he's my favorite wrestler <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. he kind of transcends wrestling right? right so maybe i just really liked him the princess bride I don't yeah know. They, they, they yeah. That. um yeah. but i did play a little bit of wwe 2k17 that was on sale with deals with gold so i got it for nice. half price i've been wanting to check out this game um i'm obviously a big wrestling fan um and since no mercy have i as i mentioned on one of our most recent episodes which i think is the greatest wrestling game of all time um <laughs> I haven't played too much yet, so my brief, um, what's the word? Your initial impression. Impression Mm. of this game. It's not. Words. It's very interesting for a wrestling fan to play this game, I think, because it's less like a fighting game that they used to be. Yeah. Because it used to be kind of like a beat-em-up fighting game and you would pin your opponent. But it's, it's almost feels like more of a game that allows you to put on a good match. Like the same way you would watch a match on Raw or SmackDown or and watching a, a storyline unfold in the ring and like the underdog really? conquering. And it, it does this by, it makes res- the reversal mechanics pretty easy. You are able to charge up so many reversals and you use those. But if you use all your reversals, then you don't have anything to reverse with. Um, much easier than reversals in some fighting games we know. Um and it has a star meter, so from one to five stars, how good your match is, right? So you're using move variety and back and forth. So letting your opponent actually hit you will actually make the match better because it's not so one-sided. No one wants to watch someone just come in and just cream somebody, right? That's like that's such an interesting that's idea. Really lame. And of course, like if you're gonna play this competitively, you just want to squash your opponent every yeah. time. However, if you're just kind of playing the game to enjoy wrestling, like you can put on a really enjoyable match where you get hit by your opponent's finisher and you're able to kick out on a and it does the little Yeah. Kind of like a quick time event where you yeah. have to press A at the right time and as the match goes and you're fatigued it the area to kick out it's much, much smaller. And you get three attempts to it because it's a three count, um, but it gets so small and you can kick out at that last second and then are able to deliver your finisher and just make these. I put on like a couple classic rated matches, which were four and a half stars, like pretty easily um, just um, doing quick one on one. How interesting. And, That's such an interesting play mechanic. Yeah, it just it didn't feel so much like a fighting game um, like they might have used to be. And it's it's. I think really geared towards that's very interesting fans. to like play really hard into like the artistry of wrestling yeah I like that. and i felt that i don't know if that's just me i am interested if anyone else has played this any yeah. other wrestling fans out there to like if they felt this way playing the game and i think that's kind of the way they're gearing the that's game so towards. cool i really like that idea. like uh, I, it's not my jam at all but yeah. like I, I love that idea that's cool yeah so i'm gonna play that some more and but that's about all i have to say for now other than yeah that initial impression so 
there's a gosh, I wish I could remember what it called. There's a a game on Steam that I've played that's kind of like that, where the entire thing's set in a play. Yeah, um, and so the entire thing takes place on a stage, and you have to. <clears throat> The same thing. You're fighting. You're fighting the bosses, and you have to like do things that make the boss fights more interesting for the audience. See, I, I think, think that's, that's cool really neat. Like, I mean, the same way you don't want to go to a sporting event and watch someone blow out the opponent ten to zero. Like, that's boring. You'd much <laughs> rather see a a three two finish with a goal at the end that in the last three seconds, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's exciting. That's fun. So it's interesting to be able to work that into some kind of mechanic to make the game close. That's really interesting. Um, I like cool. that a lot. Nice. Wow. Okay. We've all played a lot of stuff. Yeah, right? Well, games, you and games. I have. Yeah, I was... It was kind yeah. of, I guess I've been thinking busy. about games a lot more when I play them. Like, right. Like, yeah, that's know, one like, thing this show has definitely done for me. I'm like, yeah. I'm actually being way more critical of, yeah. of games I'm playing and paying attention to a lot yeah. more. Or yeah. something triggers you and you go down this rabbit hole, like, trying... Because you can download so many games free on your phone. You can, like, play oh, one game and like, me. oh, I'm going to go try this iteration of yeah. it, this iteration. Oh, this skin. Like, what's the best? Like, mm-hmm. um, there's just so much out there. It's so. definitely fun. Overwatch? Yeah, Overwatch. The billion-dollar industry that is Overwatch? <laughs> it's crazy. Right? A billion dollars? Yeah. They've made more than a billion dollars in less than, in a, less year. than a year. Oh, yeah, because the end of the one-year anniversary is coming up in like yeah. a couple it, of weeks, isn't or it? Or it was just in March. Yeah. Oh, was it March so I'm guessing like... It says it actually says it was launched on May 24, 2016. Oh, May. oh wow. So, so it's not, like the it's beta not been a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. That might that, be okay. time. 30 million registered users before it's its first birthday the interesting thing too is that this all came out in an earnings call um and they said that this is the activision blizzard company's eight billion dollar franchise okay so what? call of Along duty, with the call skylanders, of duty. Oh, um, skylanders that's yeah. a billion dollar thing yeah those little toys are expensive yeah man yeah so now since I've not played Overwatch, is it? Do you have to pay a monthly fee to play, or do nope. you just buy and you can play yep. one time? And it's in- not like if you buy on the PC, it's not even that expensive. It's a forty dollars game. Um, although, can you can't can you buy loot thingies now? You can buy loot thingies, but they have no they have no effect on you playing. Yeah, it's the all game. cosmetics, it's all cosmetic and aesthetic. Uh, but I bet you there are a lot of people that love those so cosmetics. Yeah. And, like they've made over a billion dollars just selling the game yeah. and aesthetic yeah. upgrades. Yeah. Isn't really? that crazy? Man. Right? Why yeah. couldn't I have been smart like that? <laughs> uh, That's a lot of money. Yeah. They yeah. also announced in the same earnings that Hearthstone has 70 million registered players. Yeah. That's free to play. Now, so. is that the same company? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's all Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Crazy stuff. Well, so we know they've got a lot of money. They just do, like, multiplayer stuff so, so well. well. Like, right. I mean, they've had that since the beginning. Um. Anyway, they made a lot of money, but part of that money came from loot boxes, which, as we briefly mentioned, um, the Chinese government has regulated companies to share probabilities like this because it is somehow gambling, right? It's There is some unknown chance that when you put give blizzard two dollars for two loot boxes that certain things are going to be pulled and they well, and especially feel, because they have a resale value yeah oh they do um well I yeah mean, not in this case because you can't there's no market is there no way to trade no oh, okay like and in rocket league they do this is something that is the big discussion um because this has fired up a lot of people um apparently because 
my, <laughs> I think it's because a lot of people don't understand probability. But, <laughs> uh, and it, it's funny, I read a lot of the forums and discussions below these articles about this and just, um, it, yeah, it really comes down to probability and um, not understanding it very well. But, from the standpoint of people don't understand that every single time you open a loot box, the probability resets. It's not like, yeah. hey, I, you know, I, there's a one in ten chance of getting something. Yeah, just because you open, if I open ten, boxes, I'm not get getting one. it all. Right? No, it's so, a one in ten every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, the <laughs> probabilities are when you open a loot box, you will get one rare item in every loot box. Um, every five and a half loot boxes you open, you'll get one epic. And in every 13 and a half, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Um, legendary. You get a legendary item. Um, and that, those so are that's, probabilities. Right. But now, yeah. So that's the thing. It's not, it's not if you have 14 loot boxes, one of them is going to be. Yeah. No. I mean, the odds are good that one will be, but that doesn't mean the anything. The odds are better. And I wouldn't I, say they're good. The yeah. thing is, I have not spent a dollar on loot boxes. I've only opened about 40 or whatever it is that yeah. is my level. And what of other occasional ones you get from arcade modes and events yeah. and mm-hmm. doing things that increases your chance of getting drops or whatever it is. Um, and there's been occasions where I've opened a box with, like, a legendary, two epics, and a rare in it. Yeah. Like, that happens, too. So you might get all fancy things. And I guess the thing is they don't—what irks people a lot is the value of duplicates is not very much. You barely get—barely like, get any of the value back if you get a duplicate sure. of something you already have. Which is tough when you're paying two bucks for it. And I understand why, because— if you just happen to open a bunch of duplicate legendaries, it would just allow you to pick the ones you want. And that's not the idea. Yeah. It, there's supposed to be some random gambling element yeah. to this um, for people that want that. Um, It'll be interesting to see how this affects things like, I mean, because the, the reality is, is that now, I mean, we're talking about Overwatch, but the same thing would apply to any game that has these kind of randomized loot crates which i mean nowadays it is huge i mean yeah. like i said rocket you league has a game it. for the loot these guys have it all those puzzle games i was playing where you're getting have new... it. so if all the loot in overwatch is purely aesthetic yeah yeah why are people clamoring for it so people, people love like skins. pretty things okay people so then love skins. so to that end though it's like if if none of the, if they're all purely aesthetic and legendary epic that just is basically describing how rare something yeah. is. Yeah. Why is that a why is that considered gambling? My I know guess, you're paying for it, but you're not winning or losing really my anything. My guess is though is that with Overwatch maybe it's not, but like with Rocket League, you can trade items and trade crates with other players. But again, even in Rocket League the stuff is all purely aesthetic. Yeah, right. but if but because they have a value um, because the crates themselves have a value, yeah. it doesn't matter what you can or can't do with them. It's yeah. not. It's not that they're saying, you know, you because there's actual money tied to. These it's actually things. money yeah. tied okay. to. Yeah, I mean, it. you're yeah. spending money and you don't exactly know what you're buying. Yeah, and things okay. have a yeah. certain rarity to them. Yeah. I guess so. I, yeah, I think it's kind of silly. That's um, real dumb. And but I mean, at <laughs> the same time, it's fair to say. I mean, Magic the Gathering does it. They on the back of their packs, they say the chances of you opening. Uh, a rare is one in every pack. A legendary is, I mean, they have the mythic rares is like one in 35. Or yeah. I don't remember exactly what the numbers are. but um, And I think that's completely fair yeah. that you know what you're buying. But yeah. at the same time, it'll be interesting to, realize to see. Most people understand they're spending money on 
something that's not actually in existence. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, though, that they have not really said, hey, the statistics that we're giving China are the same statistics that you get in the United States. And yeah. there's no way to know. Um, essentially, they cannot say anything, yeah. and no one will know if the same, if the statistics hold yeah. true for the U.S. Um, it's amazing the conspiracies surrounding <laughs> this. It, it just it's very fascinating. Um, so the internet's for. I think they have announced though that they've never changed it. Like during their events, because people say during the events, I never got a the I never got a skin or this or that. Um, one of the event skins or whatever. Um, blah 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 blah. And Overwatch has said we've never changed the probabilities. Which during is those crazy or- to me, just when you think about like I remember we we put a this huge matrix of all the event skins from uprising. And I mean, I don't even know how many different things there were possible for you to get from that event. I mean, a hundred. Yeah. Like there was no way, regardless of how much you played that you could actually get all of them. I don't think it's It's, crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Um, and I guess, I don't know. Are we just so skewed to think that we can just play the game and have everything from these random drops? I don't know. Like, cause that's just not how it works. I'm just very intrigued Um, by how, how into it people are like i like i said again it's not overwatch for me it's rocket league and but i've never paid because in rocket league the way it works is you don't in overwatch you just get the crates and you can open them in 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 rocket league you actually get the crates and then have to pay a dollar to open them oh um, so you've just basically you've got them sitting there yeah and so i just have oh, a ton of crates in my inventory hell of a tease. yeah and you i mean like, have to yeah i have i've not bought anything just because i'm not like you've i never paid to open a crate not in rocket league no yeah, um, it's just because it's, I'm not that into, like, I actually yeah. like very plain cars. Um, I like to look at some of the other ones, but it's not Didn't my Didn't you buy the Hot Wheels cars? Oh, yeah, I've bought some cars, okay. but I've never bought a crate. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, because the crates are random, and I mean, like, my brother buy it. My brother, he probably hasn't spent a ton, but I bet you he spent 20 bucks doing it, maybe 30 bucks doing it. And he's gotten some really cool ones, but at the same time, he has, like, nine narwhal stickers, and, you know... <laughs> So huh. yeah, I don't I don't pay for it's stuff not my thing. like that. And that's about to me, the game. I'm, that's it. I'm not a gambler, so to me, this is totally gambling. Oh, see, I'm a gambler. It's just when I gamble, I want to win actual to win money, money. Yeah. right? That's, I don't want to win a sticker. He's a gambler. For a, he wants to actually yeah. lose actual money. But yeah, about, oh, I lost plenty. What about like something of value, like a pack of magic cards, where you could open a lot of money? I mean, if I were a magic player. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I yeah. used to, I played magic when I was like 13, yeah. 14. So, I mean, I've cracked open some cards that are worth a couple hundred bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and my, my buddy just found a new hobby. My buddy, found a, <laughs> my fu- buddy found the coveted black Lotus, which he sold for they're over like, 10 grand. Yeah, as you so, say, they're like $10,000. Um, what? A card? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, the gambling's no different than a lottery ticket. That right? section of our podcast was the loudest section of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a $10,000 magic card. Yeah, and that's the cheaper version of the card. What? Is it really super good? Yeah. It, Does it, it basically it decimate was, it everything? Was, no, it was printed. No, it has like the simplest effect imaginable. Um, <laughs> but it was in the very early, I mean, when they first printed magic, they printed a card that they thought. This is a card, and then they didn't feel they didn't realize that it completely broke the game. Like, <laughs> this simple mechanic that I think it's add a mana of any color or what? It doesn't matter. Pa- pause for just a second. We're gonna look this up. Um, tippity tappity tippity. Just because I mean, it's interesting because this is a it's holy game. Moses twenty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> so okay. Add but three mana uh, of any oh, single color to your choice to your mana pool. 
tapping this artifact can be played as an interrupt, but it's about the fact that for on turn one, you could play Black Lotus and have three mana. You're only ever allowed to play one land card a turn to generate one mana. So this card allowing you to make three mana on turn one, that's like... Way overpowered. It's way overpowered, but you would never think that in such an early edition of a game. Um, And it later created combinations where you could win on turn one by playing Uh, this card to to use three mana to use this other combination of cards that have been printed over the years, and it just completely... So it's only even allowed in, um, like, I can't remember what the format's called. um, Wow. That allows any card, card printed ever that's i insane. uh i think that's fun but it's not nearly as fun as the one they banned a couple magic card or a magic card last week or the week before <laughs> yeah was, that let you create an infinite herd of, of cats. cats yeah <laughs> yeah so these, these two cards interacted um in a way that allowed you to play one and it would discard the other and bring it back to the field so it would keep retriggering its effects so you could literally make infinite cats <laughs> that have haste which means they can attack on the turn they're yeah. summoned so you could make an infinite number of cats, cats and, and have attack. them all attack oh, <laughs> at wow. the same time so i mean it, it breaks the game, the game. Yeah. um that, that's that a lot more fun it, but yeah that's much more fun but I mean, it's fun. It's a ten thousand dollar card. Let's see now that that's that would get me into the video game gambling, knowing that I could, <laughs> knowing that I could find a ten thousand dollar card somewhere. Yeah, I would try that. But I guess video games are kind of. I mean, we see this occasionally when characters are disabled temporarily mm-hmm. because they yeah. buffed them in a way that made them. Yeah. I mean, have some effect on the game that's not intended. So right. yeah. it's fun. Um, it's hard to do that when you print cards and they just become super rare and worth tens of thousands. Obviously. Of Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon. It's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com slash multi-store. Um, speaking of cards, credit cards. Credit cards. Yes. Now, this is new. I For some reason, I thought it was already a thing. That's why, this should be why is this news. Yeah, why, this <laughs> but, is the why is this news segment. But <laughs> the Nintendo eShop, you could never save your credit card information. Really? So if you want it, and oh, yeah, uh, I guess, it's yeah. so frustrating because... You have to type it or tap it in, and there's no, like, stylus or anything. Yeah, it's Well, real, you can tap it on, on the screen Yeah, you now. can tap it. It's not that it's that hard to enter credit card information, right. but just so the annoying. Nintendo eShop is also silly in the fact that they... You can't add things to a cart either. Oh, so you just buy right away. Add funds. Yeah. You yeah. add funds so you can add some amount of funds or the funds to finish your purchase, mm-hmm. right? So if you wanted to buy two games at one time, you'd have to run it two separate transactions. Oh, that's obnoxious. And then put in your credit card for twice. Why? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> actually bought that I much stuff this? from Nintendo, but that's annoying. It's yeah. super annoying. But yeah, so there was some silent update that... You can now store your oh, credit card information. That's, that's oh, so that's nice. just an update that just happened. Yeah, it just snuck its way into there, oh. and there. it's all back end. So. Doesn't require any updates to your switch. So yeah. that's that's nice. And there's like, no, there, but there's still no shopping cart. I don't know. I haven't I haven't tested this yet. 
Huh. Ugh. But but at very least, at least you can just go buy it, and yeah, then buy again. Well, yeah. It's two transactions, but at least you're not having to do it's the whole thing. It's absolutely shocking twice. to me how long it's taken video game e-shops to like catch up to e-commerce like the fact that you ever had to do like well you're gonna have to buy some points and those points are worth some random amount of money and then like <laughs> that doesn't gamed, quite match we've gamed the entire shop so you always have money left I yeah mean, ugh. it's frustrating um does xbox have a cart yeah yeah, yeah it does now yeah okay. and so does playstation, PlayStation because i can yeah i can add that's the well that's the, does xbox have a cart i don't think can you is there a cart on online if you're shopping at yeah, all? I'm not really sure because I, I, I don't think Xbox has a cart. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. You just press buy and then your money. Yeah, you buy the game. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. No, you might so, be right. PlayStation, I think, is the only one that really has a cart other than well, PlayStation PC, and Steam. Those are where yeah. I do yeah, yeah. the most damage. Yeah. Um, well, probably because I was. You have a cart. You put a bunch of yeah. stuff in it and check out. Am I the only person that's horribly annoyed by PlayStation Plus stuff though? Where every single month you like add to cart and then you have to like click through the like, hey, just so you know, you're getting this PlayStation Plus. If you ever quit PlayStation Plus, you won't have this game anymore. I don't yeah. think it, it doesn't do that anymore for me. I thought it just said add to library. Oh, I thought it. Yeah, mine's I think mine, when I did it last. It, it used to do that. Like and last that was, month, right? No, last month I just hit add. It to was library. the month before. Yeah, oh. I remember that though. I'm, I'm so like, glad they fixed I don't that have then. to add this to a cart to buy it. I already own it. Just let me put it in. Oh, and then nice. it started like I want to yeah. say maybe a month or so after I was thinking about you it. You might be right though. I'm not sure Xbox has a card either a card, yeah. because when I do games with gold, I just open up like four tabs yeah. and go boink boink boink. Which yeah. I'm I'm very um, cautious with games with gold now because I did get charged. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I got charged for a, a free game with gold, and I didn't notice until like two months later. And they refunded you. They though, did right? refund me. Well, that's good. And after this. I assume conversation with a robot, but <laughs> how a robot spells words wrong, I have no idea. So I don't even know who I'm actually talking they, they to. They probably actually make it misspell words on purpose. I uh, don't know. That's I, but it's yeah. I yeah. feel that way, and then I'm like, I'm not, I'm not stupid, Microsoft. <laughs> like, stop trying to think that I'm making me think I'm talking to a real or person because I'm not. <laughs> um, but they're like, in this one-time thing, a duty that will give you your money back. Yeah, so and I'm like, well, no, you screwed up. Like, right. There's no reason I bought a free game and should have been charged $35 yeah. for it. Moral so, of the story, keep your eye on your bank account after buying games with gold. Yeah, because um, I, I don't really check my Yeah, yeah I would never know. I don't often. think about it that much, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's weird. Yep. Um, and hmm. I actually found it. I didn't find it in my credit card statement or anything. I found it when I looked at my previous oh, purchase history your, on yeah, Xbox yeah. and doesn't show games with gold. Those don't actually go through as purchases. So I was like, that's weird because I hadn't bought anything actually on the store for a while. And like, I, cause I think it was the uh, project cars um, or something that it, is what I had downloaded. Um, and it showed up there and I was like, that's weird. Cause none of the other games with gold are showing up. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, they charged me for that. Hmm. That's crazy. Huh. And I have no idea why. <laughs> Thank goodness you what, caught it though. I mean, I guess that's link. the, yeah, but I guess the real moral is if you do catch that, contact them as immediately as, quickly as possible. As possible they yeah. will probably refund you, but they'll probably say it's a one time thing, yeah. even Lame. though it's their fault and they're robots. So they don't really know better than reason. Well, Nintendo certainly made it easier for a whole lot of people to start spending money a lot quicker. <laughs> like I, make like I need to, literally, there's like nine games on sale today that I want to. No. I, could, I could go out and spend 50 bucks today. I'm well, trying really hard not I to. I just spent 40 on Amazon. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just bought, now? Uh, yeah, I bought the Mario Kart nice. while we were doing the show. I'm going to get I it. bought Death Road to Canada right before we came Death here. Road to Canada? Yeah, it's a Isn't that game. any road to Canada? I've driven to Canada at least twice. It was safe both times. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
Um, it's a zombie apocalypse game where your entire oh. goal is to get to Canada. That sounds really you original. Drive right back like that Mad Max movie that came out recently. No, okay. <laughs> it's actually supposed to be super fun. It's multiplayer. We'll have to try it. That'll be fun. You can play uh, Santa. Your favorite game of all time? Yes, Rocket League. <laughs> Slowly Although, fading. Yeah, Rocket League and I are on a break though. Um, I've They're played, fighting. Yeah, I haven't oh. played Rocket League in like two weeks. So. I know, right? Uh, but no, there's a new update coming out. Um, for those of you that actually play Rocket League, um, the Tokyo, um, oh, what was the name of that? Neo Tokyo map. Mm-hmm. Um, that Is that the, the one with the, the two different levels? Yeah, the levels. multi-tier level. level like, nobody liked crap that. out of me. But I think the worst part about it, like, I just barely started playing enough where I was actually getting kind of okay good at that, and then they pulled it. Huh. Um, and so, but they're bringing it back. It was your tray thing. Oh. Um, they're bringing it back, and but they've... It'll look the same, except they've leveled out those uppers, so it'll be a normal flat level. It's just all one level. It just looks really cool in, like, future Tokyo, so... Nice. Which is cool. But then the old Neo Tokyo is coming back as Tokyo Underpass, and it'll be available for private matches, and, and like, I think it just won't be in, in competitive play, so... How do you feel about that? I understand why they did it. Because um, it's a t- Every single time they try, like, I know that Rocket League wants to bring in new cool maps that disrupt things, but every time they do it, nobody likes them. Um, Yeah, because it doesn't really work with the game, right? No. Yeah, I, I, Neo Tokyo literally probably took me six months to figure out. Um, The new, I don't remember what it's called, it's that, the kind of future Halo-y looking one. It's got like this kind of elongated octagon thing. I absolutely detest. It's a horrible, horrible map. Um, a lot of people hated Wasteland, or I don't know, yeah, the kind of Mad Maxy looking yeah. one. Um, I actually, I actually bumps. personally really liked that level, um, and that one stayed in play. So I don't know. I, I that's probably actually one of my favorite levels. I like it a little bit bigger, a little bit more open. Yeah. Um, but you know, so this is a it's a cool thing that they. I, I understand why they did it, even though like. Towards the end, I was getting to the point where I'm like, hey, I'm actually almost kind of good yeah. at this map. And there was some cool, there was a lot of cool mechanics in that in that map where if you got good at it, you could go off the upper level and do some cool dribbling in yeah. aerial kind of stuff. So, so that's what I'm wondering. I, I understand that creates such a challenge for the player base, but at the same time, shouldn't that kind of reward people that can you do it? If, you, if you're playing? My only real argument against it is that there's no way to say... I only want to play this map. Like, that's what I really need. You can't practice on it. Yeah, and you can, but only if you're willing to set up a private game with, you know, a bunch of other people or, yeah, like, I would like to be able to check, like, this thing is new. Only put me in games on this map. I'm willing to wait a little bit longer. So you could actually just, like, grind that map for two or three days and, like, figure out the tricks of it. Um, You know, only getting played, you know, you could play for two hours and only play that map once. It's really hard to to get that practice. So, Um, but with that same update, you're going to get a new battle car. It is part of the Batman versus Superman kind of thing. It's called Mantis. It's awesome green. Looks kind of like a Katie did. Um, (laughs) Kind of angular and green. It's a really cool looking car. Um, So I'm kind of excited about that. I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those low flat cars that I'm not super into in this game, but it looks really cool. That if I if I if I drop in and play again, I may pick that up just because I think it looks really cool. And now all these cars and stuff, none of them handle differently. None of them do anything differently. It's just all you might think they do in your mind. Well, I don't know. I've heard that they have a slightly different turning radius on some of them. I they have they do have a slightly different hitbox. Okay, but not like. I, I would love to know how much of it is mental and how much of it is actually yeah. true because, like, that's the thing is I go in there and play as a big, you know, big van, and I'm like, oh, this is so slow, and the yeah. turn, and then, you know, I go in and play as, 
you know, whatever. It, they just feel different, but I can't tell. I can yeah. I can never say how different they actually feel. And people all the time, you know, oh, so-and-so pro plays as this car. I should play as this car. I'm like, it's I don't so know. Funny. But but then again, like, I play, there's two cars that I play as, and I love both of them. So, I mean, have has Rocket League actually Yeah, said... and I mean, they say that there is a slight difference in hitbox, yeah. and they, you know, I think there's very slight differences, and maybe those slight differences really do matter on a bigger scale yeah. but so i'm just wondering if i mean if a car is actually bigger and its wheelbase is farther apart then its turning radius would have to be be different. a little if bit different they right. really stuck to physics unless they yeah underneath but i think i think car, that but... i think the hitboxes are different i think the turning radiuses are slightly different but i mean the reality is the cars are all pretty much the same yeah. size too yeah, so it's not really like a monster truck versus a little coupe like yeah it, but i mean on the flip side like i don't remember what bigger. it was but that little round one that looks like a bubble with wheels like that thing should be able to do like an incredibly tight circle yeah. and I don't think it really can. It so, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure there are people that are better than I am that can really tell the difference and they can tell you why one's better than another. But for me it's just they've always felt a little off. Um, yeah. So, um, no. and then there'll also be new nitrous powered crate drops. So you'll get the new nitro crates, which that you won't open. Yeah, no, which I won't <laughs> open. They come with all sorts of other stuff. But you'll have a bunch of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, maybe I don't. Like I said, I haven't played in in at least two weeks. See, it might be so, three weeks now. That's so, so weird to me. Yeah. But I, I think I would like to see Rocket League 2 if it was like a Rocket League Twisted Metal crossover. Where oh, it was like God, that would be great. That would be cool. Like, My, put like rocket launchers on We yes. have actually, my, my kid actually really likes doing custom games where you um, turn, you can make it so any collision will well, make your cars yeah. explode. And he just likes to drive around and like see how many times, you have to keep track yourself, but how many times you've like blown up another car. Yeah. So yeah. It would be fun to see some modes like that incorporated in the game, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. They, they do new cool things all the time. So we'll see. All right, all right what? <clears throat> what? I, come on, we're let waiting. Me clear my throat. All right, Master P. <laughs> na 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 na. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't have to pay royalties when I say that. Would you please introduce the next segment? Hey, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what time it is? What is? Did you make that up? You're, or is that from what? something? What did I make up? <laughs> Why is your voice? You're like a Mickey from the Bronx right now. <laughs> yeah, so what? I'm Mickey from the Bronx. I'm Benny. <laughs> Where's Vinny at? <laughs> Coming Vinny, soon to Disney at? New York City. I can't decide if this is my it's favorite terrible. segment or my least favorite segment. Oh, it's my favorite segment. Oh, I this love is... this segment. I just don't have this yeah. intro. I don't know. I don't know. Vinny's questions are always good. Yeah, Vinny's questions are really good. His intro is not always the best, but it's yeah, whatever. we're trying. It's a work in progress. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> so what is, uh, what's Vinny ask, asking us this week? <laughs> asking us? Uh, Vinny wants to know what our predictions are for E3 this year. What do we think that Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, etc. will announce for this E3? I have no clue. I have some thoughts. Oh, that's good because I don't. <laughs> I'm well. I mean, Microsoft is obviously going to be talking big time oh, on Scorpio, Scorpio. Um, which I'm super excited oh, about. Oh. You're going to buy one, Adam. Like you're every day, you're going to be a little bit closer to buying a Scorpio. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> it's going to be great. You'll be the Scorpio King. Um, oh, that was such a bad movie. Please don't ever do that again. What? Dwayne the Rock Johnson is exactly, <laughs> and I rest my case is the biggest actor in Hollywood right he's now. He's talking about running for okay. president. It's good that he's the biggest actor in Hollywood. Does not make him I, the best. I'm not saying he's the best. At you all. know, the Scorpion King was m- bad, not because of the Rock necessarily, but just because the CGI was, CGI was so was terrible, so bad. But yeah, anyway, I, I was. I don't remember. It's been a he was he was he was four when it came out. Yeah, so right. I was married. Um, 
So Scorpio, we know Microsoft's going to be. Yeah, uh, we'll be talking talk Scorpio. We'll get pricing, which will be awesome. We'll find out what it's actually going to be called. Okay. Um, Do you think they're going to talk anything about this Hololens stuff at all? Um, Hololens is really for them. I think Hololens specifically is aimed at a more con- like prosumer or even right. a business market. So no, I don't think that'll be anything at E three. Um, but they are launching a lot of what they call AR VR headsets mm-hmm. um, from Dell and uh, like. Because I want to say I saw other- one from Asus. Yeah, it's, Asus it's is super super one. cheap, but it's supposed to be like. On par. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be stuff. on par, but I think it's something. Um, yeah. They'll be interesting to kind of see. I, I The buzz around them is kind of not quite there yet, so I, I would not be surprised if you hear something about that. I think you'll hear, um, obviously, both, uh, I mean, all three of those were going to have some big uh, game release stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something about maybe Halo 6. I don't know if it'll be coming out, but like Halo 6 coming next year. Um, you'll get a launch date for Scorpio, which will be awesome. Um, we're going to see probably Sea of Thieves from Microsoft. We'll probably... I, I hope that they... I hope that Nintendo announces the uh, Raving Rabbids oh. Mario role-playing game crossover so thing weird. like that b- makes my brain explode but i actually really am kind of excited did about you that. either of you play the raving rabbits oh hell yeah oh, on, yeah. The games. <laughs> on the wii that was like the best yeah yeah oh, amazing party game so i like i don't know exactly <laughs> i heard the other i heard a day two ago that like what it is is you can play as mario luigi peach or toad and then as raving rabbits dressed up as those characters so i, I don't know what? it's That's not officially weird. confirmed yet but i'm very excited about and that it's an rpg though it, rpg yeah um i would guess we'll see hopefully we're going to see some more playstation vr stuff because they've been kind of quiet on that front um, i mean stuff comes out but yeah. it would be nice to see like there's not been any really big yeah i'd like to see like a of... new like resident evil style um mm-hmm. release for for that i mean obviously playstation right now has a bajillion exclusives that they're talking about so mm-hmm. i think we'll see a lot of cool games um but you know i think what i'm really excited about for e3 is the stuff that we don't expect um you know we're gonna see some cool like i would love to see um right now there's a star wars game that we know is being worked on but we don't have any details on it it's that one that's being built by amy hennig's studio that's um owned by ea mm-hmm. um oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah that could be i mean i'm very excited about seeing what that may be that might get an ea or i'm sorry that might get an e3 release um you know i think that nintendo could really maybe surprise us although they usually don't do a lot of big stuff at e3 so we'll have to see um well with e- as massive as the switches it would kind of like be smart for them to make yeah a big presence a big, like a big they're thing. riding a really serious wave right now yeah. and i think that taking advantage of e3 you would think so but they like especially they just, since it's now open to the public yeah yeah, yeah. i don't I, I'm be, i'll be very interested to see how that plays out since i still don't think they've sold out of those tickets like everyone thought you know hey we released fifteen thousand tickets and they're gonna get snatched up oh, I just they did no i mean as of a week ago they hadn't so like you can still buy public tickets to get into e3 i believe but i mean they're kind of weird like it's e3 isn't like it's not like pax it doesn't happen over a weekend it's um tuesday wednesday and thursday so you not only i mean but the thing is is it's made for press so you not only have to get like three days off work but you've got to get to la 
And if you like, frankly, by the time they released the people tickets, if you didn't already have a hotel, you're probably like staying in a shady AB Airbnb with you know eight other guys. <laughs> Not gonna and, do that again. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I'll be interested to see how that plays out and if they do it again next year. Okay. But, I mean, I think it's gonna be fun, and I'm gonna try. I mean, it does happen during the you know, like I said, during the workday. Um, so yeah. um, for us, so but I'm gonna try and, and live tweet as much of that as I can. But I mean, a lot of it too. Like the thing about E3 that's weird. It's like EA is not at E3 this year. Um, they do their own press conference. Blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah yeah, blah. They, they have a... All of a sudden, a, they're just too good. Yeah, they have a big... Te- well, I think really what they found out is that it's really expensive to get a booth at E3, and it's way cheaper to just rent out a big facility and do your own thing. So EA's, EA's is... I want to say actually a couple days before E3, huh. um, but even like the Microsoft and the Sony announcements aren't that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're all over the weekend. So the weekend before the weekend before, but, yeah. Uh, so, but they are actually taking place at E3. So if EA is not there, does that only leave two E's? Yes. Yep. It's E E. It's E two this E2 year. E two this year. Yeah. E squared and no A's. I guess I don't know. But yeah, no. E three is going to be these conditions. Uh, yeah, E three is going to be great. I I I really hope that we can figure out a way to go to E three next year. I think that'd be well. And we've got I've got so I've got at least two people, two friends of mine that neither of you have met that are going to E three. So yeah. like I've got I, got people. I might even have three or four people that I know yeah. going. So. That's the thing that maybe people don't know is Adam knows people. I know people. It's been very strange. Like everyone's yeah. on his throat. Like oh yeah, that person. I'm like that person's real famous. How do you know that person? <laughs> But anyway, oh, yeah, anyway. Uh, second question for today from my brother Colby, who I spent uh, all last week with. It was great. He came up from Utah and we hung out, played some games. Uh, he says, what movie would you like to see turned into a good video game and vice versa? <laughs> like I would like any video game to be turned into a good movie. <laughs> right. Please, somebody. Yeah, right. So are we starting with what movie that we want movie to see to a, a game? good yeah. video game adaptation? Yeah. What do you think? movie turned into a good video game i would like I mean, to see a titanic video game like kidding it's no. a joke that's a joke uh, <laughs> he said we that all with, know how the movie ends he literally said that with the straightest face i've ever seen i'm like <laughs> like like king of the world titanic really <laughs> so the funny thing is i feel like most video game adaptations of movies are games that i would have liked to have been great so right? yeah um the hitman movie like i think that has it wasn't awful but it, it wasn't, wasn't the good, worst yeah. adaptation, but I mean that's such a cool, it's a great story, great. Yeah, premise. it's a great premise for a great movie. Really? Um, I, for me, I think if I was going to pick a a game that I'd like to be seen at, it, made into a movie, I think the important thing is tr- not making a Halo movie starring Master Chief. Um, like I would love to see like a Skyrim movie. Or something set in like that kind of Elder Scrolls universe, but not starring, like not taking place in any of the the stuff you've already seen. Like, do a really cool like um, Game of Thrones style stuff about like I mean that story is really compelling. Like, there's this weird like race war with you know these you know one group of people versus the other, and it's super. Some of the Jarls are like crazy racist. Um, You know, like make that a story. Do it Game of Thrones styles and make a really good movie set in that universe but not anything to do with you know you punching out dragons and hiro dufuking things and you know exactly <laughs> you haven't played skyrim yet have you no <laughs> yeah um, i've got it yeah, yeah. i think i mean that's one of my favorite things in adaptations in general is when they they just exist within the universe yeah. um why i like i really enjoy the show gotham 
kind of for that reason because it's it's set in the batman universe that we know yeah but batman's not the star batman's a little kid and he he does have this place in the show but it's kind of cool to just see that street level crime existing before those huge characters were built yeah no i can totally get behind that and i think that that concept like i mean one of my very favorite games from a decade ago probably maybe even longer was star wars galaxies which is a massively multiplayer um game that was set in the star wars universe and set in all of the famous places in the star wars universe um i mean like my house that i had in that game was on tatooine um which is great but it really didn't involve any of the characters and and frankly when they started bringing like at the first game there were no jedi and when they brought jedi into that game it kind of ruined it so it was cool just being a person that lived in that universe and did things that you would think of in that universe. Like I was a bounty hunter and that was cool. Um, you know, so I, I could see that, that same idea working into the reverse. Take, take a story that is good and make it into a movie, but it doesn't have to be, you know, take a universe and make it into a movie, not take not, a yeah. character and yeah. make it into a movie. Yeah. I, along the same lines, I thought of this kill bill. I want to play as Beatrix kiddo or the bride and be in like that kind of game, like oh, Bayonetta, kind of, yeah. or just this crazy hack and slash game where I'm that just be on really a cool. revenge mission to just <laughs> slaughter a bunch of people with a samurai sword. Um, just kind of in that Tarantino I could universe. See that. Like if Tarantino was the writer on this big, long hack and slash, crazy, violent crime drama, thrilling video game, like I think that I'd, I'd play that fun. twice. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like it, the opposite of that, like, I, and this actually might be why he, why he brought that up. But we've been playing a ton of Destiny lately, and really enjoying Destiny. Like, I've I've really enjoyed that game. But like, probably every time we play, we're like, man, if Destiny was just Star Wars, it'd be so much cooler, right? Like, like that's the thing. If they'd have done a Star Wars Battlefront with as much whatever as Destiny's got, yeah. I would I would be into that all right. over. Like, I mean, I, I there's so many Star Wars games coming out right now, and I would love one of them to just be like good. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, love, I love Battlefront too, but um, like I love the idea of Battlefront. I, I, those kind of games are never going to be my kind of games, nope. but the game was super enjoyable. Um, I know you hated it, but whatever, you're dumb. Um, <laughs> I, but I mean, like I play, I play Destiny, and I'm just like, this game's great. Why couldn't this just be? Why couldn't I be going to a I mean, it could literally be the same game, and they could just like change the names of the locations, right? Change what they look like, and like, hey, it's a great Star Wars game, pretty much. Um, and and I I actually read today that um, EA unfortunately um, kind of they didn't lay anyone off, but they EA Montreal, which is where um, Mass Effect Andromeda mm-hmm. was made, they actually took a bunch of those people and moved them to other studios and changed that studio from being a studio that makes games to a studio that helps other studios makes games, um, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, but I mean, like I said, the good news is they didn't actually lay anyone off. But um, what he, one of the things EA said is that they're going to start focusing on kind of that games as a service like Destiny and the Division mm-hmm. where you, you make a game and you take care of it for three years instead of making a new game game every see that i'm i'm looking forward to that and so like i would love a star wars game with that idea Mm -hmm. like you know that could be really cool so do you have any thoughts on that adam Uh, as far as a game to a movie yeah or vice versa um i don't know like i agree on the whole you know take a universe and make a movie within that universe but not a story that you've already seen or played or been told um like i think the perfect example are the walking dead games from telltale 
they're in the same universe. The common character in it all is the zombies. Yep. And you're not telling a story that's already been told. You're telling a separate story. Yeah. And it's really cool when a couple characters do pop up, though, that yeah. are And I think that's And you make powerful. a reference to it. And you, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, wink, wink, nod, nod. And then nod. they leave, and then you, you know what that character goes on and does because yeah. you watch the I show. I mean, that's yeah. the entire idea, really, of Rogue One. And I know you didn't like Rogue One, but I love Rogue I still, One. I, I enjoyed it for what it yeah. is. I don't think it should be called a Star Wars movie, but yeah. whatever. It's I did enjoy it and where it sits and its purpose. Yeah, but I really enjoyed that idea of it. Like the, you, you know how that movie starts, and frankly, you know how that movie ends? Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't, yeah. but. <laughs> but, the, you know, it was just kind of sprinkled with characters from, you know, I mean, like it gave you an entire new set of people to mm-hmm. to enjoy. And that you only will never see again. Yeah, they all died. Oh, spoilers. Oh, if you haven't seen Rogue One by this point, well, you're a bad, bad nerd. <laughs> you're a bad, bad nerd. I bad haven't nerd. seen it. Really? No. You're oh. Do you, did you plan it's on it? It's actually sitting in my room right now. You right? should I'll watch, watch it. it. It's really good. You knew how it ended, though. I honestly don't know much about it. I will I, tell you, I like, first avoid. of all, sorry, sorry about that. I apologize. And to anyone else that hasn't seen it, I guess. Even if you don't watch it, watch the last two minutes of it because, oh, yeah. like, the Darth Vader. Whew, hmm. Yeah, it was really yeah. good hearing uh, James Earl Jones back as Darth yeah. Vader. Like, he came back and redid it's those cool. vo- his lines. It's cool. Anyway, sorry. Um, but, yeah, so Walking Dead, the Telltale series, that's my perfect kind of, yeah. like, game from a movie or game from a some other thing. But, yeah, don't don't retell a story that we've already seen yeah. or try and it's tell it differently work. because we've already – we know how it should go. Yeah. Based on playing the game, unless it was something really, really terrible to begin with, then give it another shot because you can't really screw it up worse than it was done. Ishtar, the video game. Um, I have no idea. Shadow of Mordor kind of did a good job at this. Yeah. Being existing in the Lord of the Rings universe, which isn't a movie, it's a lore in itself. But still, along those lines, um, you're just this ranger and you're going and killing a bunch of I orcs and goblins. I actually own and- that game and have never played it. It's a lot of fun. I bought it for like a buck fifty over the. Yeah, I've got I got the game of the year edition yeah. or whatever for yeah, ten bucks. Yeah. So anyway. totally, from what I hear, it's exactly I've, what I hear it's terrific, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll get there. but I still think my favorite video game to movie conversion is Super Mario Brothers. Anyway, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's terrible. That movie's great. I love Bob Hoskins, though. It was terrible. <laughs> and, uh, and what was his, what's his butt who played uh, Bowser? Dennis Hopper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I've ever actually seen that movie. Uh. You really? You I, need to watch it. I, maybe you got to watch it. I remember watching it at the Dollar Theater in West Palm Beach, Florida. That my dad took us to it one mm-hmm. random weekend because I loved my Super Mario Brothers, and I remember yeah. watching it. And I was really? like maybe ten or twelve. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this crap? I want my dollar back. <laughs> I love it. All right, now on to cheap free games. I love that. Yeah, they're, they're the best kind of games, really. Well, I don't know if they're the best. <laughs> That's probably true. Some of them are good, though. Yes. A lot of the free ones are garbage, though. That's true. It's when you get them for free. free. And they're good? When they're normally Expensive. not free. There you go. Anyway, after that very confusing intro, uh, <laughs> Quake Champions open beta starts, let's see, today is, yeah, so it'll start tomorrow for all y'all. Um, I actually, if you're in the closed beta, you automatically get into the open beta. So if you're not in it already, you might want to go sign up. I believe they're still taking applications. You can play the new Quake uh, for free for about a week, I believe. Um, it's supposed to be really, really good. If you remember kind of the old Quake deathmatch stuff, it's really, really fast. Um, a lot of classic weapons. I hear uh, people were initially very skeptical of it, and everyone that I've heard um, play it has spoken very highly of it. I'll probably be playing it this weekend and uh, maybe capturing some footage, and you can all see how bad I am at Quake. Um, is that a PC-only thing? It is a PC. That's a really good question. I'm not sure. So is it is Quake is speedy and similar to Doom? 
Um, probably faster, actually. Faster than Doom? Yeah. Ooh, what? Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. I am not sure if it is a PC-only thing. And... Hmm. Yeah, because I've always heard about Quake over the years, and I've never... It, I'd never known what Quake it was. Quake Man was so my jam in like 1999. I worked at this place. Is it that we, old of a series? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first Quake came out in probably, oh, geez. I mean, it came out when I worked retail, so I'm going to guess like 94, 95. But then Quake 3 came out probably in late 90s, early 2000s, and we used to, it was back in the day where you could, it was really cool. You With one CD, you could play with up to three networked computers so you oh, could wow. like you could install it on up to three computers and play them networked and so we had two or three cds so we could play like nine to probably nine or ten player deathmatch and so we you know after work we just all get together and play deathmatch for you know an hour it was great really really good fun nice. so that is available if you want to try that out this weekend and uh, also if you're interested in stellaris it is part of um hum- the humble bundle monthly for let's see it is may so june um sure yeah for next month um oh yeah you know what i actually saw something or whatever and i i paid to unlock next month already oh still and so yeah. you already have stellaris yeah basically yeah it's it's i have not played it um it's a strategy game from um paradox i believe and i mean it retails for 40 bucks so if you want to get it for 12 that's a pretty good deal and you'll also get another five or six games um and uh, I've heard really, really good things about it if you're into kind of like space strategy stuff. So you can check that out. Cool. Uh, Dylan wants to talk about Matt's three puzzle games some more. Yeah. So in our small bite segment for mobile games. Uh, yeah, because like a, a, ma- a lot of mobile games are the match three yeah, kind of thing. I think it's a, it's a, well, it's such a good format for that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to really boot one of these up on my Xbox no. and it just wouldn't, wouldn't be really worth it. Um, but... I was just, I never really played a lot of these other than maybe the classic Bejeweled yeah, yeah. or Candy Crush. <laughs> but then, like, the actual match three puzzle RPG style games where you have characters and they're fighting and doing damage with your matches of gems, which is a pretty cool mechanic on how to. Oh, yeah. I I adored the original Puzzle Quest. Like, it was really high on my list of things that I, I liked. And the only problem I had with it on a mobile. Um, device was that I mean, and I think I played it a couple of years ago too. So iPhones were smaller. Um, yeah. Is that you'd miss poke you your miss match poke. threes yeah. and then you'd lose. But they're they're a super fun genre. And I mean, I think that like whatever your fandom is now, there's probably a puzzle quest game that uh, kind of hits that. Um, and so you played a couple of them. Which ones did you try? Yeah, so I played Marvel Puzzle Quest, <laughs> nice. and then I played the WWE Champions. Um, which were pretty similar. Um, I liked things about both games separately. Um, so I'm kind of just curious. Um, and some of this, I think, came down to horrible free-to-play, <laughs> the way they... Oh, just drives me crazy. I think that's the thing. is this free to, Free-to-play mechanics can be good and bad, and it's pretty easy to recognize which ones are good, and so it's shocking to me that how many of them just are like, well, we'll do bad ones instead. It'll be fine. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, I understand they're trying to get me to spend some money, but, like, I'm trying to enjoy your game, and if I just had to pay $10 once, yeah, I'd be fine. Like right? Super Mario Run? But, for example, in WWE Champions, uh, I know, I'm ignoring <laughs> you. you purposely. <laughs> I, I was like, you'll pay $10 for a good game. And then he said Super Mario Run. I'm like, yeah, or a good game. Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to say a good game. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, like my pros for WWE champions were um I quickly was able to unlock new new wrestlers um or different characters sure. and I was able to use them. Um once you have a lot of them, it became pretty hard to level them up consistently so they're all at a level in which I can progress through the game as. Sure. However, the damage you take during the rounds unless you have med kits to heal them which healing your wrestlers yeah so um, they take damage after the round and eventually if you actually are um reduced to zero they'll be injured so you have to use a med kit to revive them and then a med kit to heal them so it would take two med kits to be able to use this wrestler and at some point you get enough that you can play enough of the game to be like okay i'll set it down and let my but they also heal at a snail's pace. Yeah. Um, and you also get a new med kit every 20 minutes or something up sure. to five. Oh, that's not bad. And then if the game is having some technical difficulties connecting to the server or something, they'll just say, here's 20 med kits for your troubles. Um, or, hey, come back and play our game. Here's a bunch of med kits. Um, so that happened pretty frequently. So I didn't really have trouble healing my guys too much. Except it also runs on kind of this rock, paper, scissors mechanic with six or eight different classes of wrestlers like powerhouse and striker and trickster and uh agility or acrobat or whatever sure and each one has a, a like a 25 percent gem bonus over the other um so obviously you want to use certain characters against certain characters to get the advantage but if those characters are injured and it's like well, i don't want to use the other ones i'll yeah. just put the game down <laughs> so like that was a silly i, I just did you ever have the urge to spend a dollar to buy more med kits, I assume? No. No. Yeah. Um, just because I don't, that's a rabbit hole. Like, no. And I know that. A real, and real, real deep so one. <laughs> I'm going to pay $5 now to play the game more right now. It's like, yeah. that's silly. Please let me just pay once. Yeah. Um, now, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Um, I like some things better and some things less better. Uh, that, the answer, that's worse. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Your characters in Marvel Puzzle Quest aren't fatigued unless they die sure. or are knocked out in a round. So you're not healing them necessarily. I'm sure there's a way to yeah, buy yeah. But your roster is not very big uh, until you buy. So if you if they, if they you win a character or something, yeah, yeah. you actually can't add it to your roster until you spend 50 coins to get another space oh, in your geez. roster. And it's like, that's... Annoying. So I have like a couple characters, like Rocket League loot boxes, right? Yeah. So I have these couple characters and I can't use them because you don't I don't have, have any gold because I'm not going to spend money on gold and you get it not very quickly. I'm thinking that maybe I, because the mechanics of these sound very different than like the original Puzzle Quest I played. Yeah. I played Puzzle Quest and then some other themed Puzzle Quest. It sounds like they've changed a lot and I'm kind of wondering if I got out of Puzzle Quest at the right <laughs> time. Well, I, I saw Puzzle Quest, Puzzle Quest yeah. on my iPhone and I didn't pick it up, but it looks, I think it's two ninety nine. So I'm wondering if I, I buy it, the $3 Puzzle Quest, if I'm not going to have those And now I kind of wonder if I own Puzzle Quest. Uh, those nitpicky free-to-play mechanics that I really, really, really want to right. avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know Kevin's got Puzzle Quest, I'm pretty sure, in his... A Steam library, so I know I can play it. I forgot you can actually buy that on the PC, too, to mm-hmm. get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Cliff said he loves these games. What do you think, Adam, about The like, Match 3 kind of things yeah, or the, the free-to-play like, type stuff? All of that, but also kind of... It, to me, this is kind of like... As much as I enjoy it, it's kind of an absurd skin to put on a puzzle game, right? It, like, it seems silly. But yeah. I think it works really well as I a game. I think it does. So. I mean, so I remember playing... I've not done the puzzle, the, the Match 3 fighting type 
puzzle quest things, but I remember, and it's one of your favorite games, is Super Puzzle Fighter. Ooh. So, yeah. and it's similar to where it's almost like a Tetris slash beat 'em up game where the more combos you get over, you know, in the Tetris grid that builds up, powers up your character for attacks or whatever. And I think they're super fun. Yeah, it was such yeah. a, Super Puzzle Fighter is such a weird premise. Like you're yeah, playing Street thing. Fighter, but you're fighting with Tetris. Like, yeah. yeah. But I think it, it does work really well because oh, yeah. instead of just hitting buttons for combos, I mean, you right. can visually see yeah. and when you hit well, those why, four gems, you, I mean, to you me, know what those things What do. I loved about Puzzle Fighter is like, and we were talking about this yesterday is that, you know, puzzle fighter is a strange concept when you think about like, why would you, you know, I've got to fight two things. Why are we fighting via a match three game? And he's like, that just doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, yeah, but does it make any more sense than like I hit a guy? And now I have to wait 20 seconds before I can hit a guy again. Right. You or know, like, roll a dice. Yeah, right? or roll yeah. a dice. Or like any RPG kind of ever. Yeah. Right? You know, so like weird, unless it's like a real time game where you're actively hitting people, any battle mechanic's yeah. weird. So why couldn't it be a match three game? I mean, yeah. it's and at least slow, with the match, but it's kind of well, fun. It is, but at least with a match three, you're not... It's not just dependent on whatever the role of right, the blocks yeah. are. It also determines how well you're paying attention to what's yeah, going on. Exactly. So, I mean, you could have the best screen set up ever and still get your ass kicked. Yeah. Because you're not you're not playing right. Well, like so I said, still too, I mean, strategy. Like, I would, you know, I'd miss hit something. I'm like, oh, I'm done now. Like, yeah. I lost. So, well, fat you know, fingers. Yeah, exactly. Why, right. Yeah. Fat fingers, small screen. It happens. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, I no, like I, think it's a, I think it's a fun mechanic. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I, I like them on the mobile. I like, I like, I like having games like that because they don't require a whole lot of thought. Yeah. And if I'm on just a quick little five, ten minute commute somewhere, I can pull it out and yep. I've got five, ten minutes worth of entertaining gameplay and I'm done. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. Which might really work for their kind of free to play mechanic too, where you don't have to worry about hitting that, mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, my player's dead. I got to wait 20 minutes for a new minute. You don't necessarily yeah. get I to the part where it starts to suck. No. Like, even when I played Candy Crush, like, why <laughs> am I. I paid money for that sometimes. Like, why <laughs> am I having to wait to play this game? Yeah. I never. It's not my. Thing. Like the only free to play game I really played was the dragon one where you'd like raise dragons and oh god breed yeah dragons. yeah yeah and my, it was mostly because my kid loved Dragon it, so. Island or something Dragonville I don't know something. whatever but I mean maybe that's but maybe that's the game's way of saying hey you have a life you need to <laughs> go away. do your job or go to the bathroom or something apparently these games don't know me very well I have well very little maybe life. maybe that's their way of saying hey you yeah. where there's more out there you know that was my theory at first <laughs> oh please. No, because I I legitimately thought, like, the Uh, first time I was playing these games, I'm like, this is a way so people don't just stare at their phones all day. But I'm like, no, because those health timers aren't that long. So if you kind of just just wait a little bit, that's going to replenish and you can keep playing. (laughs) Like, they're really trying to get you to spend money. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. Did you see see the, the South Park? episode of the South Park season where uh, they create the free-to-play game? No. <laughs> oh, you need to watch it. I want to say it was season 14 or 15. Oh, it's fan. It's fantastic. Where the Canadians, the Canadians invent a game, yeah. and you have to buy into their currency. Hey, but hey, you should yeah. spend money. And it's it's really really hilarious. If you want to see the best skewering of the whole free to play mechanic, where you know after watching that, these companies don't give a crap about ma- except for about making a dollar. They yeah. don't want you to get up and go outside. They want your money. But uh. but it's like I am enjoying your game. Yeah. Like don't they know that? That's they, why they, they're charging they don't, you. They don't care if you enjoy their game or not. They care whether you give them money or but not. But I'm not going to. They're well, not. They they're getting zero dollars from me instead of ten. Yeah, but really, who makes those games are the whales. It's the it's the one percent of my, people that spend ninety percent of the money. Yeah, so. it's true. Crazy. Yep, it's gross. <sighs> anyway, right. so finally, lastly, this week, 
is Dylan going <laughs> to bitch about trolls again, or yep. are we talking DreamHack? It's both. Oh. Oh, is it the same thing? Yeah. So we had a friend of the show in DreamHack, at DreamHack Austin, a gaming convention, and um, looking up that event and through his coverage of it, I found a trolley moment <laughs> that kind of got some people fired up, and it's just something fun to talk about. But Yeah, so Nick Russ, he... Uh, Adam met him for the first time at Betacon. He is on Twitch at twitch.tv slash highjump, H-I-J-U-M-P. And uh, he's uh, offered to do a yeah, little bit of... He's, uh, so yeah, he's a, he's a Twitch streamer and he's just a video game fan and he goes to all these conferences and he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of access to a lot of places we want to go. So we kind of teamed up with him and, and chatted a bit about where we're going and he's going to be all over the place. He's going to be at E3 this year, so we're going to get some uh, live like on-the-ground footage. Yeah. From E3, and he was at uh, Dream. Yeah, Dream we Hack? have the same thing at DreamHack. Dream We're going to put a video together in the next day or mm-hmm. two of what he did at DreamHack. It looks, we've seen the footage, it looks real cool. So, cool guy. Um, but while Dylan was looking at that footage, he ran across some some trolling at uh, DreamHack. Yeah. Not, not in the sense we normally talk about, yeah, but I enjoy I, this. I think this is just, uh, this is a lot of fun in general. Like, it's a super trolly um, situation. Um, so, in the Super Smash Brothers. Melee tournament. Um, in the finals, um, Hungry Box uh, took the crown with Jigglypuff, which in <laughs> itself is very trolly. Like, who picks Jigglypuff? Right. I love Jigglypuff. I mean, obviously, these are the competitive player. Like, I'm, I'm kind of just making a joke. It's like Jigglypuff sounds like a troll pick, right? Yeah. Um, however, uh, the the victory came over Chudat's Ice Climbers. Um, for those of us um, kind of familiar with Super Smash Bros, uh, Ice Climbers have the most troll um, move in Smash Bros, I believe. They can do this grab combo. I think I can't remember what it's called. Okay. Um, it, has a, it has a name, and it's banned in a lot of tournaments. They can basically infinitely grab you until I you mean, die. Wow, exactly. really? It's just a, it's a, it's a win mechanic, kind of. Um, but... So there's enough trolling already, but um, I mean, Hungry Box is obviously in the know of uh, what's going on. So he picked a character that has uh, a slight mobility advantage over the ice climbers. Um, And early on, um, one of, and this is in the final round. So I think the rounds were like eight minutes. Oh, geez. Um, And it's a, I think it was a three stock game. So you have three. Mm hmm. Three lives. That was my understanding. We're just watching um, the video. And early on, uh, one of the ice climbers was gone. So they were down to one ice climber, which, again, the ice climbers are a pair. Yeah, so you can kill one. You then. can kill one, and the other one still exists. But Jigglypuff spends a lot of time doing the Kirby-like floating mechanic mm-hmm. um, around <laughs> around uh, the very... It's the basic map, um, just kind of a platform. And... Um, Spends a lot of time kind of falling off the edge and grabbing the ledge. But if you grab the ledge, you actually have a half second of invulnerability in Smash Bros. Oh, really? I didn't and know And he that. does this 99 times, <laughs> which is 50 full seconds of invulnerability. And this is how he played the whole game. So Just floating the over the top of the ice climbers, invisible. grabbing the edge. Come back, do it again. He did the whole... Do it again. Eight he minutes. just completely avoided. And at one point, um, the ice climbers uh, did a suicide to get their second ice climber back. And that was the only 
the only knockout for that whole round was when they purposefully went off the edge and Jigglypuff just avoided ice climbers the whole match. And um, after the the round is over and uh, Jigglypuff won, the player stands up with like a huff and like he knows that he just put on the worst show ever. <laughs> he was completely aware of what he did. He did it solely to win. win. Um, and this got fired up on the social medias and people were, I mean, obviously this is a very, very boring display <laughs> for the final round, especially when there, before this, there was a lot of great, yeah, yeah. a lot of great matches. Um, but this is obviously trolling. Um, In it the best was way. all legal. Um, I believe. How is that? How can they? Oh, and Nick, the what Nick sent to us, he was, um, he said this is all affair within the game, so he was kind of on board with it. Um, I'm Do we curious. have actual video of the, the you match can look itself? It up. Yeah, you can look oh, up wow. the video. Just uh, search um, Super Smash Brothers Melee Finals at DreamHack, um, and you can watch this. You can see the reaction, the guy's reaction after he wins, his kind of like sigh of, I did that, but <laughs> I know what I did. Um, yes, this is... This was not breaking any rules. Um, I'm just wondering, in a competitive atmosphere, like what do you th- what do you think about I think this if kind it's of in the play? rules? All's fair, man. Like it might not make for great TV, but you know, I mean, I guess the thing is, is like, I mean, how many games have you watched of you know real sports? And it's just like a huge blowout, you know. Yeah. Like that's not interesting for half the audience, right? So, You're running the clock you know, out at the end, yeah, running of. the clock out at the end, or you know, like I watch a lot of soccer. There's a lot of folks falling down in soccer, you know, like, and it's part of the game. It's yeah. it's 100 percent legal, and it you know it's a time wasting. Mechanic mechanic and so like you know real sports have the same problem like usually it's not for eight minutes but yeah you know it's um, i'd be curious to see if that since that has now obviously been proven to be a thing that people are going to use yeah. in competition if they kind of you know next go around they kind of rule that out as something yeah. you can't do as illegal because it's or not only is it not only out. is it no fun for anybody to watch or to play except for obviously the guy who's trolling the living crap out of everybody else because that's where they get their jollies but it's just it kind of defeats the purpose of competition. Yeah, but I mean, on the flip side, if it's the championship, he had to beat a bunch of other people right. to get here, and presumably wasn't doing that. What if that he did that the game. entire time? Yeah, yeah but I, I think, think I think it's it only worked because he was playing against a specific character. So, yeah, I mean, he really, was... it's it's you know, I mean, if anything, that actually shows a person okay. who really knows knows the advantages and disadvantages of her character and was able to create a strategy that, I mean, create a, playing against a person that should have probably won and create a strategy that enabled them to beat a guy who had a clear advantage with this move that, you know, could kill them in one hit. So, um, yeah, and I, yeah, apples. I guess, I mean, the important fact is ice climbers do, they are kind of a, yeah. they're a pick that is like, it kind of. I mean, really facilitates a counter pick like that. If you look at it, like um, it's a troll pick, you know, to pick ice climber, and then the guy trolled the troll. So exactly. I mean, like, I don't know if so. this is trolling in the you know in the standard way we think of it, but I I don't know. I kind of enjoy like I mean, yeah, boring to watch, but I enjoy the kind of mental games that go behind it. Mm-hmm. Is that though? Is that that mechanic that he used with Jigglypuff to float over? Is that the only opponent that he could kind of do that to and get away with it, or would he get? Or is that useful across the board? I'm not going to say. I can't remember. I've, I used to play it, and Jigglypuff's one of my favorites, because yeah. I remember being able to win with him. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm not saying he can do that to every character, I'm, and I'm not saying it's only Ice Climbers, because I'm not sure, but I think this is definitely something that can be accomplished on Ice Climbers that can't on maybe some of the quicker okay. characters, because... To Jigglypuff's not fast. No, exactly, and Ice Climbers aren't fast, so that's why it works, and you're oh. able to kind of just float over like ice climbers over and over and i guess my only concern is 
video games are a lot easier to exploit than real life. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know in real life sporting competitions, you're not going to someone, the- for example, <laughs> in a game of basketball when someone's running the clock down, you can. It's a lot easier to do something to interfere with that than it is in some cases of a video right. game in a digital world. Yeah. You can. There's certain exploits that. I mean, are that they yeah. are exploits, um, and I don't exactly know. And a lot know. of tournaments do ban that certain player. things like this. This Dex. one just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, there's that. I like it. Anyway, cool. that is us for this week. And yeah, we'll have video of DreamHack and stuff up. Thank you to our friend Nick. 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 Yes. High jump. Twitch.tv slash high jump. H I J U N P. We'll have more video from him up on our website and on all our channels and all our pages and stuff. And uh, make sure you check him out as well and give him a follow everywhere. And we'll send you, we'll put his links up on all of our Facebook pages yep. and stuff. It's Bite Me, B Y T E M E podcast. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Yes. And we're there. Sweet. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account, available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount, add optional personalization, and click Send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa Virtual Account is always the perfect fit. Visa Virtual Accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted, so the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual Visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual.